Hello, hello. It's a great honor. It's been a while since we had communion together. This morning I felt strongly that we can have fellowship together. Uh, wherever you are, in whichever nation, just want us to take some time in prayer. And I'm sure the Lord will bless you, the Lord will bless us as we fellowship. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity for fellowship, the opportunity to commune with you. Thank you for your love. Father, I thank you for the hearers, wherever they are in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, that you grant them insight and revelation in the name of Jesus, in the truth of who you are, in Jesus' name. Um, thank you for joining me. Um, it's important wherever you are uh, that you know uh, that all that God has for man is love is in his heart. 
love in his heart is what God has got for every man. And this love, he has released it to every man. It's been released to every man. It's not with him any longer. He has released that love to every man in the world. For we understand from John chapter 3 that God's love has been released to every man. John chapter 3 from verse 14. Uh, let's read together in the name of Jesus. Your preservation and your safety in the days, in these days and the days to come depends so much on the word of God that you know and even the understanding of the truth because the word of God is truth. When you don't have truth, you are deceived. All form of deception is a result of a lack of the true knowledge. He's speaking through the prophet and says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So you cannot afford to be ignorant of the truth of the word of God. You cannot afford to be ignorant of the gospel of Christ. For in the gospel of Christ is salvation of all men. John 3. Verse 15 says, uh, from verse 14 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Now, this is Jesus speaking before the crucifixion, before he was crucified, before he died and was raised from the dead. He was giving now the answer the the, the 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 meaning of the prophetic action that Moses did in the wilderness while he was leading the children of Israel to the promised land that when when the the serpents had come to there was a plague and serpents had were biting people and one of the things that the, that God spoke to Moses says lift up a bronze serpent and that was the picture of Christ. Now he, 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 he comes and says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that, whoso, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The love of God caused him to send his son for the salvation of mankind. John again in John in 1st John chapter 3. 1st John chapter 3 speaking about this amazing love amazing love the amazing love of God it says behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God now for you to qualify to be a child of God you must be born again there is no other way 
Hallelujah. Because the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Christ that raised him from the dead only comes into a man who is born again. And it is the Spirit of God that gives life. For he is the Spirit of life, the breath of God. He quickens the dead man that he may be now alive to God. And remember we've read that, this, that God never sent his son to condemn the world. The role of Christ in a man's life is salvation. Salvation that, that, that man might partake of the life of God. Eternal life is not just an ending life but it is the very life of God. Scripture tells us that he is the eternal God, eternal God, with him who has been and will ever be. In other words, you attain to the realm of God, the very nature of God. Hallelujah. So it is important that you understand this truth, that because of this love, he doesn't want any man to perish. Actually, the will of God for every man is that they may be saved. But you see, it's not enough for you to be saved. You must also come to an understanding of whom you have become in Christ. Whom you have become in Christ. The reason why I share with you oftentimes on this podcast is that you may understand that Christ, when he comes in your life, he recreates you. Hallelujah. He, he, in Titus, the Spirit of God is called the Spirit of Regeneration. You become a new being. Second Corinthians chapter 5. From verse 16 it says, Therefore from now on we regard no man according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Many people of course have come to know about Jesus, the one who died uh, and rose again as a historical figure. But he is a real person that you can experience and have fellowship with. He is a real person. And now Paul writing to the Corinthians tells them, yes, because he was writing in the time of where really Christ was walking on the earth. But now for us, we know him no longer. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to God himself through Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. The will of God is that every man is reconciled back to him. Because when sin came through Adam, there was enmity between man and God. But now through Christ, he reconciles man back to himself. In verse 19, he says, that that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world himself we saw that by that same love the love of God the eternal God the creator of the heaven and the earth 
by that same love he decided by himself without consulting anyone without any man calling him and saying come and save me but he chose by himself by that same love to send Jesus that he may reconcile the world himself now you need to understand that Jesus by the Spirit of God was carried in the womb of his mother the Bible says the angel of God came and spoke to Mary the mother of Jesus that the Spirit of God will come upon you and then you shall conceive now the word of God that he spoke was reincarnated the word became flesh God the word because we understand in John chapter 1 that the, the word was with God and the word was God came into being as flesh to come the form of flesh that now we understand in verse number 19 in 2nd Corinthians that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself not imputing their trespasses to them not not counting their sins upon them it, it wasn't about counting them sinful has committed to us the word of reconciliation now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God we are pleading through us we implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to Christ be reconciled to God for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God this scripture tells us that God transformed Christ Jesus into sin we understand that at the cross when he was lifted up as we read in uh, John chapter number 3 that if the Son of Man, John chapter 3 verse 14, if the Son of Man would be lifted up, he would draw the world himself. Now he was lifted up at the cross and the last, one of the last cries that he cried was Eloi, Eloi, Lama Thabakhtan. That, that Aramaic word that he spoke was my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He forsook his own son. He forsook his own son, one whom he was ever with, always with, in constant fellowship. Because of sin, he was separated from God. He was separated from God. He was separated from God. And we need to understand that he died as a man. And then the Spirit of God, after three days, quickened him by the resurrection power that he may reconcile the world to himself. I want you to understand that he became sin for you, that you might become the righteousness of God in him. Righteousness is a nature. It's the very life of God. The very nature of God. Now he says he imputes it upon man. We understand in Romans 5. Verse 1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, 
we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The only way for you to have peace with God is when you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, through whom also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance character, and character hope. One thing you must be sure of, even if your character was so foreign, you are messed up, your life is messed up. It says, you have, when you have come to know the peace of God, through Christ Jesus, through whom you have access by faith into the grace of God, you will stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but also you will glory in the tribulations, knowing that that tribulation will produce perseverance, and perseverance character. Your character will be transformed. The Bible tells us that it is the will of God and it is him who works in us both to will and to do. When you come to know him by the Spirit of God, he will begin to teach you and show you, no, this is not who you are. Begin to walk. This is my way. Walk in it. This is my way. Walk in it. And it is so important even as we walk in this life, that you come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. When you come to know him, even the more, your life will be very, very fruitful. Oftentimes you hear and you take it for granted, but Jesus speaking in Mark chapter four, verse 23 says, if anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Mm. And then he said, take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. In other words, as you give attention to the word of God, more understanding will be given to you. More understanding will be given to you. But then he says, for whoever has to be given, but whoever does not have even what he has will be taken away from him. Many people, where, why they are, maybe you, you might be a believer and you're saying, I have not grown. It's because of the measure of attention and focus you've given to the word of God, to the things of God, to the fellowship, your private fellowship with God. The more you give attention to the Father, the more you give attention to his word, your life cannot remain the same. It has to continually change. For we know that this word, if you are given holy to it, totally devoted to it, Paul speaking to the Romans in chapter 12, he spoke and said, says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove 
what is that good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. You can only find the will of God in his word. The perfect will of God is clearly given, given in his word. Maybe you might be there and you're wondering, but what is the will of God? in my life you you are at crossroads you don't know what decision to make what decision to make as it only comes to your fellowship with god your relationship with god how you relate with god because in his word he reveals his will and as you commune with the spirit of god through the word because he is the author of the word of god is the author of the word of God. So the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead will bring to life his very word to you and you will know this is the will of God for my life and this is how I ought to walk. And even the more sure I must tell you, even as we wait, we wait expectantly, expectantly for the very return of Jesus Christ, it is obvious he will return. He said he would send his son. His son came and died. He was raised when he was going. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter number one that when he ascended, when he ascended, the, the disciples of Jesus were wondering, hey, he has gone. But then the angels appeared and told them clearly that you men, as he has ascended, the same way he has ascended, he will return. The same way he has ascended, he will return. In Numbers chapter 23, verse number 19, he speaks expressly that God is not a man that he should lie, neither a son of man that he should change his mind. In other words, he will fulfill whatsoever he has spoken. Whether you believe it or not, he will fulfill it. But how much more it is of more benefit for you to believe the word of God. He says, the more you give attention, the more insight I will give to you. The more insight I will give to you. The more light I will give to you. The more you pay attention to the word of God, his will will be open to you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I challenge you strongly who has given your life to Jesus Christ. I commend you to the word of God. The word of God is not just that which is you can take casually. The word of God has a lot of benefits. A believer and you who is not born again. Being born again is a great privilege. The greatest privilege because it is by that very, very act of faith, of receiving Christ in your heart, that you are translated from the realm of darkness into the marvelous light of God. In Colossians, Paul writing to the Colossians who had been born again, believers, he spoke to them and said, now you guys understand that now you have been translated from the realm of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ. Now, these, they were men who were fearful uh, in a world just as many people are today. They are wondering what is going on. We are at crossroads. Everything seems to be falling apart. Let me encourage you he spoke clearly in John chapter 14. Uh, John chapter 14. Let me read with us scripture. Because you see, when you don't know the word of God, you will be walking like a headless chicken. 
a headless chicken knows no direction uh, the word of God is light and a lamp unto the feet of a believer it's him that gives attention to this word that will benefit from it John 14 John 14 I hope you're really being blessed thank you for joining me on the podcast from wherever you're listening in I've seen some of you listening from Germany some of you listening in from USA USA has really done a tremendous job I encourage you to share this podcast with someone they will be blessed and especially in these very very difficult times very difficult times it says let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me how can you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ you can only believe on the Lord Jesus Christ by believing his word because God God in his very wisdom he kept his very will his agenda for man hidden in the Word of God the Word of God is in the Bible the living Word of God is very much pleasant very much present it says in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you may be also so it says do not let your heart be troubled in John 14 from verse 27 he says peace I live with you my peace I give to you not as the world gives do I give to you let me assure you the life the, the life on this earth is going to tremendously actually be more more difficult for many who have not known the Lord Jesus Christ very difficult very very difficult difficult times uh, Paul the Apostle speaking in Timothy in first Timothy chapter 3 no chapter 4 it says now the spirit explicitly says that in the latter days some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of devils speaking lies and hypocrisy having their own conscience seared with an hot iron forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods uh, says that many will depart from the faith that is one area one one other area but then in second timothy chapter chapter 3 uh-huh. it says but know this that in the last days perilous times will come for men will be lovers of themselves lovers of money boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents and thankful and holy and loving and forgiving slanderers without self-control brutal despisers of good traitors headstrong haughty lovers of pleasure rather than love of god and of course we've seen in many places uh, world over men men seem the world seems to be out of control but you see these things god spoke about them and the only way the only way the only way you can keep yourself 
you must keep yourself in the love of God, in the fellowship of the Father, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. That is the only safe place. That is the only safe place. Hallelujah. It's the only, only safe place. It is so important you understand that perilous times, even more perilous times are going to come. But you see, God does not speak to us uh, to tell us of the hard times that will come, to scare us, but rather, but rather why he does why he why why he does what he does. He says it is because of this love. I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to fear. But I want you to be stable and understand that I'm for you. When you see these things begin to happen, it doesn't say you be scared. No, 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 no. It says remain steadfast in the faith. So I thank God for you. Thank you for so much for joining me on the podcast. Uh, if you've never given your life to Christ, I want you to give you an opportunity to pray with me. We don't have much time. We don't have much time. We don't have much time. Uh, Paul writing to the Romans in Romans chapter 13. He says, from verse 11, he says, And do this knowing the time that now is. It is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is fast spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in reverie and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its last. I want to tell you that unless you have Christ, you have no relationship with God. You can know him as your creator, but it's only in the Son that we get to know the Father. Because the Father put himself in the Son, says that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. I want to pray with you in the name of Jesus can ask for forgiveness, can talk to God, ask for mercy, and receive his son in your heart. And let me tell you, for me when I received him, it is peace, it is peace, it is light, it is glory. I'm not saying difficult times don't come. Difficult times come, but I maneuver through by the power of the spirit of the living God. Say, Father, God, thank you for sending Jesus, your son, to die for me, for my sins. This day, I know I've been wayward and lost. I receive mercy. I receive forgiveness, which he purchased for me at the cross. By the blood of Christ, that washes and cleanses. I receive that cleansing. I receive him in my heart. Holy Spirit, fill my heart. 
help me to know Jesus. Help me to know his word. Lead me in your ways. I thank you. I thank you. If you're sick in your body in the name of Jesus, by this word of life, by this word of life, you can hold on to it. You can hold on to it. For in Proverbs chapter 4, he speaks and says that the word of God is life to those that find it and health to all their flesh. The will of God is for you to be made whole. How do we know that it is the will of God for, not, for any man not to be sick? We see Jesus. What did Jesus do? Jesus went about doing good. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Acts 10, verse 38. Says that, says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him I want you to know that the will of God is for you to be whole but it is by your faith that to lay hold onto this word. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the men and women that have heard this word. You who is sick in your body, I minister healing and health and wholeness to you. I pray for you that you'll be made whole. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the life of the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of God that quickens the body, the mortal body, the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead quickens the mortal body. Let him quicken you right now. Receive life and wholeness in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you again for joining me. Join me next time on this wonderful podcast. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and above all, keep your family in Jesus' mighty name.